So the hell with good intentions. So the hell is where I'll go. But the devil makes exceptions for all American psychos. Why, hello there. Uh, I was just uh, singing a little song. Um, a couple of days ago, one of my favorite bands, Ice Nine Kills, um, I'm sure I've gushed about them before, and I'm going to gush about them again, because I really like them a lot. And I would I would apologize uh, for gushing about them again, but I'm not re really sorry, so... <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, the other day, they released a new song called Hip To Be Scared, and... Uh, Along with that uh, song, they announced uh, an album called uh, the, the Silver Screen Part 2 Welcome to Horrorwood. And it is intended as a sequel to their 2018 album, The Silver Screen. And um, on The Silver Screen, every song is based on a horror movie. And so like all horror movies, there had to be a sequel. And... Uh, I'm really, really excited. Um, I was hoping they were going to do a Silver Screen Part Part 2, and um, I'm very surprised that they are simply because I never really get what I want in that re regard. Um, but yeah, this new song, I, I can't stop singing it. It's stuck in my head, but it's not actually annoying me. I'm I, I'm still enjoying it. Give it a couple of days, and I'll start beating my head against the, the wall, but... Right now, I'm just, I'm, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> but anyway, hey friends, uh, welcome to Podcast of the Nerds. My name is Jack. And if you're watching the video version, uh, you'll see that it's just me here today. It's, it's just me. And if you're listening to the audio version, you'll also know now that uh, Ian is indeed not with us today. He had a bit of a, a family uh, emergency and he had to head back to uh, Colorado in a bit of a hurry, um, but he should be back with us ne next week, but um, we'll, we'll just have to see what uh, happens. He's um, dealing with some stuff and fig figuring some some uh, stuff out. He's okay, he's, he, he's okay, but he's just got some stuff to uh, deal deal with. And, um, you know, since we've been on a bit of a roll late lately with posting uh, weekly ep episodes, uh, rather than break that streak, uh, we decided that the show must go on, and... I'm here to hold the, the fort in his absence. So, um, so how are you? You're looking well. You've been working out, been uh, practicing self-care. You're looking good. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Keep it up. <laughs> um, and, you know, since it's just you and I here t today, why don't you, why don't you get comfy, pull up a stump, grab a, a hot chocolate, a cup, a cup of coffee, like I've got here, and just get uh, get uh, com comfortable. Let's just hang out together, just just the two of us. We'll have a little chat and just have a good old time, hey? Um. So in in pre preparing for this, my second uh, solo episode, I've spent a bit of time reflecting on this whole podcast of the nerds journey. Um. My first, ep my bleh, sorry, my first episode was uh, episode twenty-three, "Fear and Smoldering in Australia," which was posted on the fifteenth of July, 20 2020, 
which funnily enough is exactly one year uh, ago as I'm re recording and as most of you will will be see seeing this because uh, hopefully I'll get this uploaded tonight bar uh, an internet uh, dropout or something but um yeah so happy anniversary you, you guys and um, I just want to say th thank you to everybody who has been just so in incredibly loving and supportive through through this whole whole thing it really um, mean, means a lot but um yeah I've spent the last few days just sort of reflecting and thinking about the contrast I, I guess between now and then um I remember being so nervous and absolutely t terrified during my first uh, re recording. And if you go go back and watch it, you, you'll see I'm very stiff, very, um, I think um, the the episode begins with me sort of hy hyperventilating a little and uh, Ian ha having a bit of a giggle and talking me uh, down. And then we, we spoke spoke a lot about fear and yeah, no, it ended up being, being a great episode, but um, you know, it's it's funny though because even even though I wasn't live and even though I was just hanging out and ha having a chat with one of my uh, best friends, I, I was just incredibly ner nervous. Um, and I think there's a uh, lot lots of reasons for that. But um, yeah, no, if I can be honest with you and I guess be a little uh, vulnerable here, um, things were a little tough for me at first with um, the, the 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 podcast. Because there was just a lot of times when we'd finish re recording and I just wouldn't be happy with my um, performance, for lack of a better word. I would obsess over stuttering too much or feeling as though I, I explained something poorly and made myself look stupid or just, yeah, you know, just thing, things like that, worrying about... Um, or, or I'm just thinking I, I didn't do a, a good enough job and, and it, it would really get me, me down some, some, sometimes like I'd really, um, just spend a lot of time just beating, beating myself about, beating myself up about it, which is just, it's re it's re ridiculous, but, um, and, and that voice doesn't necessarily go away. Um, not for me anyway, but. It certainly has gotten a, a, a lot quieter, um, especially the last couple of months, and it's been a lot easier to ignore it. And I suppose the whole thing, it stems from issues that I have that I've been working on in ther therapy surrounding, you know, self-esteem, self-perception. And whilst I've made, and, and whilst I've made um, a lot of progress, there isn't really a finish line with, with these sort, sorts of things, which, which I know I talk, talk about a lot. But, um, you know, we just find a way to deal with, with these things and, and carry them in a way that is healthier and in a way that feels lighter, I guess, and is less destructive, I suppose. Um, but, but now, when I feel like we didn't have a great episode or I don't feel happy about my quote-unquote performance, or if I start to beat, beat myself up, I'll think about what it is that I'm bothered by and why I feel bothered by it. Um, more often than not, it's something silly that doesn't warrant the energy that I'm wasting um, worrying about it. And then in the rare times, I think there truly was something off about my, again, quote-unquote performance. 
I try to just learn from it and use it as a means of refining things for the next time, because that's the the point of it, really. You know, um, there's there's always a next time, and um, Ian and I have never released an, an episode that we truly didn't like, and I don't think we uh, would. And truth be be told, we've scrapped ideas in 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 the scripting phase, then had to come up with other ideas on 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 the spot. But we've never recorded an episode and and then scrapped it. Touchwood, because uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that that would be kind of a pain in the ass, I think. <laughs> but anyway, um, I've I've used the word performance quite a bit. I I realize and. I I use that word because in a way it is a performance. Um, I mean, Ian and I really try to make things as organic as we can. And that's partly why we often do like an unscripted cold open of sorts. Uh, we press re record and just start uh, ch chatting and see where it, where it goes. And then we sort of ease our way in, into the script. Um, and yes, we always have the script, of, of course. Um, with this kind of for format, um, scripting is is pretty essential. I mean, I'm I'm working off a, writ a written script right right now, but uh, we don't have we don't have like a a, a strict word for word script. Um, we've mentioned it before, but we did that in in the past and found it didn't really work. Um, we we would just get sort of lost in it and like misspeak a lot because we were trying to read something word for word and it just didn't work. So now we try to have more of a loose script with, with the bullet points or prompts and, um, and, and we often just let, let the conversation go, go where it goes. We go off script like all the freaking time. And you usually you can tell when we've gone off script by the length of the, the episode. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, we've we've done a, a bit of experimenting and a lot of, and we've had a lot of d discussion about ep, ep, um, sorry, episode length, and um, we've we've come to the con conclusion that it, it's best if we aim for something between an hour to, to an hour and, and a half, but um, if it's any longer than, than than that, it's typically because we've gone off script, which is kind of what I'm doing now. <laughs> Um, but anyway, let's try and get back on track here. Um, excuse me, just taking a little sip of my coffee here. Um, yeah, I've been doing this for for a year now. And as I said, um, the difference I feel within myself is night and day. Um, yeah, no, as, as I also said in the beginning, I, I was terrified. Um, I lacked a lot of com confidence and I just feel so much better within myself and my my ability to to do do this um i still get the uh jitters we we both do both thing in and i st still get it and the thing is like this right here this is the fun part what i'm doing right right now re recording once in and i hit re record and start t talking the nervousness pretty much uh immediately melt melts away which is yeah, no, definitely, it's not something that I had had in the, the beginning. I, I I would be nervous throughout most of an episode in the the beginning, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I enjoy it a lot more now. And yeah, this part right here, re recording. This is the fun part. 
and this is the the part that we both in, in enjoy because um at the end of the day we're just two two buds ha- hanging out and having a chat i mean it's just great to spend time with my uh, best friend and just you know you know have a good time but yeah the other parts um the other parts are like pulling teeth <laughs> especially scripting um sorry just another sip of my coffee I think I, I can speak for both Ian and, and, and I when I say that scripting is our least favorite part of the uh, process. But um, so let me peel back the thing curtain a little bit and give you guys a bit of a, a behind the scenes glimpse of podcast of, of the nerds. So we record in the morning my, my time. I get up around 8 a.m. and then... Around 10 a.m. we get to work, which I think for Ian is about 7, 7 p.m. So, yeah, we get on Skype. We o- we open up a script tem- t- template. Um, then if we haven't already got some, some something planned, and most of the time we don't, <laughs> one of us will say to the other, so what do you want to talk about t- today? And then the other will say, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Um, and then we kind of sit, sit there and brainstorm for a bit. And then once we fig- figure it out, we, we start writing the uh, script. And, you know, that process alone take, take, takes about an hour, maybe maybe a bit longer, uh, d- depending on how, um, just just depending on how snappy we're feeling. And, um, yeah, I don't know whether we can't come up with, with the good, good idea pretty uh, quickly. Excuse me. Um, but that is a habit that we're really trying to change because it'd be so much easier and less time consuming and just less energy sapping if we already have a script uh, prepared and ready to, to, to go when we get together to record. Um, because as it stands, the whole process, like scripting, setting up and recording... That takes about four hours, and may maybe a little longer if um we get lost in a com- conversation that goes to places we didn't expect. Um, which that's not so bad for me because it's the middle of the uh, day. But there have been nights when Ian hasn't got gotten to bed until like four or five in in the morning, and that's that's way too much for him. That's that's really not not uh, fair. But then once Ian go, goes to, to bed, I get to work on getting things edited and uploaded. And the editing process doesn't take too long um, because it's a pretty sim- sim- simple edit. I just have to sync up our audio. And uh, late, lately, I've begun splicing in snippets of the trailers for the films we, we talk, to talk about. But that's that's very simple and doesn't take, take long either. Um, and then, of course, I make... I, I make sure the fanfic reading is in and in the right place in the edit. And yeah, so editing, it takes probably about 20 minutes, but then I have to export both the video and the audio versions. And uh, the audio only takes like a minute or two, but the video version can sometimes take up to an hour. Um, yeah, exporting, it take, takes a while. For some reason on my rig, it does. And I have a decent com- com- computer, but... I'm not sure sure why it just takes a long while sometimes, um, and then um, 
And then I have to upload to both uh, YouTube and the website and posting to all the social media media channels. And that takes probably a couple of hours all, all up. There, um, there, have, there have been many uh, late nights where I've been working until two in the morning. So I guess for me, in a way, it would be beneficial um, if we start scripting. Uh, well, the, the day before, I guess. But yeah. That was my long-winded way of saying that it would be a lot less time-consuming and even less stressful if we pre prepared uh, the script a day before. But anyway, um, you know, I... I feel like I've come so far the last year. I mean, we, we both have, honestly. Um, and this is now the second solo episode I've done on, on my own. Uh, the last one was episode 30, Let's Do It. And that was posted on the 22nd of September last year, 2020. Um, and talking about contrast I, again, I feel I feel so diff differently about it this time. Um, the pre-podcast jitters are certainly stronger. And as I'm speaking, I'm still f feeling it a little bit, if, if I can be, be honest with, with you. Um... And the jitters are stronger than they are going in into a normal episode um, when Ian is here. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know, when Ian is, is uh, here, we, we have, have each other to bounce off of. And, um, you know, we can, we can rely on each other to, to, to rein the conversation back in or direct it um, in, in, in some way. We can, we, we can just lean on each other, I guess, and doing this alone i i don't have that um but yeah um last time i really had no idea if i could actually pull it off until i actually did it um i knew i was gonna try um but whether or not i could actually do it was another story but now this, this time when ian told me he needed to go back to colorado and if I, I'd be okay to do a solo episode, I immediately said yes without question. Well, I did last time uh, too, but I had much less uh, tre trepidation about it this time. But then, of course, I had that voice in my head that was like, wait, are you crazy? You can't do that. But then, you know, almost almost immediately, I thought, of course I can. I, I've done it before, so why can't I do, do it again? Um. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This stuff is still in a way new to me, but at the same time, it isn't. I guess um, I've I've done some pu public speaking in, in the past. I did drama for a few years in high high school. That's uh, theater for those of you playing in in the the United States. Um, and I'm a very extroverted per person. Uh, my friends would describe me as loud and silly, with an often dysfunctional brain filter. <laughs> Um, but honestly, I, I feel better equipped going into it this time. Um, I'm much more comfortable with the format and I just have a ton more, more experience. And more importantly, I have a lot more confidence and I believe in myself a hell of a lot more now than I did back then. And, and another huge part of it is I feel like I've bonded with a few of you in, in uh, the audience, quite a few of you of you actually, um, Ian and I, we talk about it all, all the time, but we are very lucky um, over here on the Pop Podcast ch channel that we have a rather small but very de dedicated and su supportive crowd. 
Um, we always see the same names in, in, in the comments sec section, and I've had so many wonderful uh, com com conversations with uh, people here on U YouTube and over on Twitter, and I'm incredibly thankful for that, and so is Ian. Um, but in a way, I feel like when we record, it's like I'm... I'm checking in and saying hi to some some of my my friends. It's a nice way to sort of frame it in my uh, head, and it just um I don't know it 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 just makes me enjoy this whole thing a lot more too. Um, so yeah, I mean, I know I say it all, all the the time, and I think I, I've said it there, this episode already. But thank you all for being being here and for being so supportive and so warm towards us and myself. And yeah, um, thank you for one year of podcast of the nerds, and here's to many more. I'm gonna toast you with my coffee here. Um, and I know I've said this before, but uh, Ian, I don't know if you're uh, watching or listening to this, but uh, thank you for everything you've uh, given me, and uh, for all the ways in which you've helped helped me. Uh, thank you for dragging me out of my comfort zone, often kicking and screaming. <laughs> uh, thank you for pushing me to try new new things. Um, and thank you for never setting me up to fail and for showing me how, how to do, do things when I don't know how to do them. And most of all, thank you for being inhumanly patient with me every, every step, step of the way because I know sometimes I'm a manic, cra crazy pain, pain in the ass. <laughs> But um, thanks, man. I I love you very much. Um, I also want to thank Lonnie Diane Rich from Chip Chipperish Media. Um, I remember back when I did the first solo po podcast, I was really scared and I was really unsure of what to uh, do. Um, and Lonnie sat with me in a video call for like an hour, gave give me a bit of a pep talk. Uh, we spoke a lot about uh, creativity and finding one, one's voice um, and just throwing caution to the wind and just trying new new things, you, you know, you know, and um, it helped so much. And I don't know if the first solo podcast would have been as successful as it was without her. So, Lani, thank you very, very much. Uh, thank you for being my friend and th thank you for being one of my loudest cheerleaders. Here's, here's to you, my love. Um, I would also like to thank my Muppet Sex and Trauma crew, Sarah Ezat and Josh Gosden, uh, who some of you might rec recognize from the uh, Patreon Hangouts. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, I've started a second podcast with Sarah and uh, Josh, um, of course, called Muppet Sex and Trauma. We're going through every episode of the TV show Farscape. Um, Sarah is a Farscape vet, vet, veteran. Uh, she's seen the show, I think, se several times. But uh, Josh, Josh and I are new, new, newbies. We haven't seen it before. So she's taking us on a little adventure through through the show. And it's been a, a lot of fun so, so, so far. I think we've, um, we've done seven episodes. So we're still in season one. Uh, the show's still um, growing on me and whatnot. But it's still, still been a hell of a lot of fun. But yeah, I just want to say thank thank you to those guys for help um for sorry, excuse me. Uh for inviting me on on this adventure, but also for being 
uh, very patient and supportive of me um, when I got sick a little while, while back. Uh, we weren't able to re record for quite a while. And even though I felt bad about it, they showed me not nothing but kindness. So thanks, guys. Much love. Um, so excuse me again. <clears throat> but in the spirit of uh, connection and com community, um, I thought I'd... Um, finish up here this probably this episode problem probably isn't going to go as go as long as we normally do but um i thought i'd finish up here by responding to some comments on previous videos and i also put a call out on uh, twitter for, for some questions and and whatnot but uh so yeah let's do a bit and bit of bit of a q a we'll have a bit a bit of a chat and i'll, I'll respond to, to some comments and yeah so our first question comes from uh, Tim Branston over on Twitter. Tim asks, what would you attempt if it was certain you would not fail? No superpowers, sorry. Damn you, Tim. Why wouldn't you ask me what superpower I, I would choose? <laughs> but uh, Tim, I would I would, I would like to make, make a movie. Um, Ian and I talk about goals and in particular our big dream goal. And if my dream goal is to make my own content for you, YouTube, my ultimate mega life goal would be to make a movie. Um, I'm not entirely sure what it would be about. I have a few ideas, like um, I like to do a contemporary re retelling of Waiting, Waiting for Godot by Samuel Beckett. Um, I think it would be cool, cool to make a horror movie. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just think make, making a film would be such an incredibly fun and creative um experience for, for for me and like it'd be like a, a mind-blowing achievement for me i think so that's what, what i would uh do but uh and anyway tim since you didn't ask me what superpower I, I would choose i'll have to ask myself so hey hey jack yes jack if you could have any superpower of your choosing what would you you choose well jack I'm glad you asked, because I'd like to be able to fly. Because who wouldn't want to be able to fly, right? Even, even though I'm not a huge fan of heights, so... I don't know, but maybe it, it, it'd be like immersion therapy, a means for me to overcome that uh, fear. I don't know. I don't like heights, but I'd like to be, be able to fly. <laughs> but anyway, thanks, Tim. Uh, our next comment comes from Aaron Smith. Uh, a regular in our comment sec section and someone I've had many lovely in in interactions with. Aaron says, um, and this was on our last uh, episode, uh, Moving the Stone. I think it was episode 45, 46. I should have checked that, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, but Aaron says, another great episode. Always a, a pleasure to see it pop up in, in my feed. Usually when I'm at work, and I definitely don't use it as an excuse to pro procrastinate from that. <laughs> um, however, I can absolutely justify it this time because I'm sitting at, at my la my laptop ge geeking out and about learn learning theory. Um, I on on honestly had had so many squee moment moments during this episode in particular, and and could write a small es essay on it. In, in the comments, but I'm resisting the urge to get out my power PowerPoint slides. I kind of wish you you would. <laughs> um, she she also says yeah yes please to the reading stream. I'm terrible at ma making time to, to read. 
even though it really wouldn't be that di difficult to pick up m my book instead of to checking Twitter for the nth time. Uh, so it sounds like it, it could even fit well um, as something Jack could even co contemplate ho hosting. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, nudge under the, the Jack Graham brand of let's go do do stuff slash set sounds terrifying. Let, let's do it. No reason that has to be li limited to just movies. I agree with you. Um, but uh, she also says, well, well done in actual vo vo volunteering efforts. If you are trying to get creative, then it de depends what you want to get out of the experience. Perhaps to think about what, what skills slash knowledge you already have that, that could help you give back in some way, if that's your, your fo focus. Uh, there are also probably opportunities that you could either do remotely or look to set up now for post-moving. Maybe mentoring or co coaching, doing out outreach with the elderly or, or at care, care homes where you could read, read to pe people slash offer your com company. Basically, offering your, your time in whatever way, even if it's just even if it's just look, look, looking for small acts of kindness. Um, there may even be a way of combing this with, with, with your longer term goal by doing something with the dramatic edge uh, such as dramatic re readings, play readings uh, to small groups, etc. Though think, think about it, how, how much time are you already using to, to offer your skills and, and experience? This po podcast alone ha has a lot of life co coaching and me mentoring in it. And it sounds like this isn't a standalone thing. So you may not be far away from, from already uh, achieving your, your goal. Yep, I got on it early on on your uh, occupational hazard. <laughs> well, Aaron, uh, I love the idea of of a reading stream as well, and um, I'm very much look, looking looking forward to it. Um, as to the hosting of it, I'm not sure if I could host it on my non-existent channel but existing you you YouTube account uh, because I think you need to have a certain amount of subs. Um, or something before you you can stream. Uh, don't don't quote me there. I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but it's just something I've uh, heard. I think you, yeah, you have to be like established in some way. Um, but I could look in into it, and perhaps sometime in, in the future, it's something I could uh, host. It's some something I'm very willing to uh, do. Um, but I very much appreciate you potting and prodding and poking at, at me to make my own con con content. Um, and I'm also glad that you're into the let's go do do stuff I, I, idea. And for, for those of you who might have missed uh, the episode where I talk, talk, talked about it, I have an idea for some original con content I'll probably call let's go do, do stuff. Um, and what that is, is uh, I will uh, re record myself going out and doing stuff I've never done before. So like, maybe like pottery or skydiving or maybe like cooking a lobster confit or something. I don't know. Um, I just think, I just think it sounds like it could, could be re really fun and it could lead to some, some, like some learning experiences and to, I guess, broaden my, uh, horizons and whatnot. But, um, I think for the time being until COVID isn't as much of a thing as, as it is now, I'll probably have to keep it to doing things that re require 
minimal contact with uh, the the outside world. But I'm also not sure where I would put it. I mean, on YouTube, of course, but I don't know whether I'd put it on the same channel as the media re reviews I'd, I'd like to, to do, because I feel like, I feel as though the two su subjects would have very different uh, audiences. Um, but anyway, I, I, I guess we'll see what uh, ha happens. I really want to do it. And um, Aaron, I very much appreciate uh, your enthusiasm there. Um, as to the the rest of your comment, which was directed at Ian, um, I'll make sure he sees it. There's a good chance he already has. Um, but I can confirm that he does spend a lot of uh, time offering his skills and, and experience. I mean, I've seen it firsthand because he spent a lot a lot of time me mentoring me in, on many different things. But honestly, that's um that's Ian in in the nutshell. Um, He's a very caring and very patient person, but he's also incredibly generous. And, and when I say generous, I'm, I mean in the broad spectrum, like he'll, he'll give you the shirt off his back, but also he will sit, sit down with you and teach you how to make a thumbnail in Photoshop, which he and I did a couple of weeks ago, like just stuff like that. Yeah. Like he's just, he's just. I don't know, that guy is just pure love, like, honestly, like, he's just, I don't know, he's, he's just a great guy, um, but anyway, Aaron, um, it's lovely to hear from, from you, thanks for the support, and thanks for being such a cool cat, and for being so active in this community, and getting on board with all of the stuff that we, uh, do, it's, um, it really mean, means a lot, so, uh, thanks. Uh, next, uh, we have another comment from you, YouTube from Brandiella. Uh, that's a familiar name I've seen around a lot. I think, uh, Brandiella comes to streams and whatnot, but anyway, uh, Brandiella says I had, uh, the spider experience with ants. They want the water out of my faucet. So they're, they're all over my kitchen. And at first it, it, it was gross and I was freaking out just like Ian de described, now it's just like, God damn, ants are back. Where, where's the fucking sponge? <laughs> um, I solved the, the problem of finding time to, to read by carving out a half hour or, or so at bed, bedtime. Basically, I go to bed and read until I fall, fall asleep. I too prefer phys physical books to audio, although I can listen to, to them while, while I drive and pay re reasonable attention. It works better if, if I've read the book b before. Um, so if you missed it, um, in last ep episode, Ian, uh, t talked about how after filming the episode before that, uh, he found a spider crawling up, uh, his mi microphone, which inadvertently led to him look, looking up and finding hundreds of, of ba baby spiders crawling on the ce ce ceiling. Um, and it was quite funny because, uh, yeah, you know, we were just chatting and all of a sudden we see a spider cr cr crawl up his mic and, and he stood up and freaked out. And then it was like he bumped something and the call just like, like it just dropped immediately. And it was like a, was almost comical. So I, I sent him a message and I'm like, well, God, Godspeed, Spider-Man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, 
So then at four or five in, in the morning, he spent eight ages trying to squish as many, as many spiders as, as possible before he shaved his head and showered to ensure that no baby spiders were, were on him. I don't blame, blame him because I would have done, done the uh, same. But uh, Brandy Alla, um, as an Australian, I've had my fair share of in, interactions with unwanted in, insects and pests. Um, and when it's a persistent thing, like, like you mentioned, you end up just finding a certain uh, kind of a- apathy with it, sort of like a, an uneasy acceptance, kind of. <laughs> but yeah, um, going back to my early 20s, I used to get, get into bed and reading the book until I, I fell asleep. I'm, I'm not the best sleeper. And I think I've said it before, but I have a love-hate relationship with, with, with sleep. I love it, but I hate it because I never get enough and it's often hard for, for me to fall asleep. So yeah, um, I used to read in bed uh, because then it helped help me get sleep sleepy and it used to work pr- pretty well. Um, la- last time I tried it though, I read like 80 pages then realized it was three in the morning and I was wide, wide awake and I was really in into the book and wanted to keep re- reading. <laughs> But um, maybe I should give it another try though, uh, because that was probably uh, like ten years ago now, I think. Um, and it helped, and it also helped helped to get through um to help me get through this this book I'm currently re- reading, which admittedly hasn't been going great. But in saying that, I have been pretty busy and very tired uh this last week week or so, um. And it's definitely nothing to do with, with the book. I, 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 I've I enjoyed what I have read, read of it, and I'm very interested. But um, ho- hopefully I'll get through it a bit more before the reading and stream. Um, uh, but, but if I don't, uh, that's what the stream is for, I guess. <laughs> um, the next comment comes from the lovely Carly Rich, uh, another uh, regular com- commenter in the c- community. Uh, Carly says, hey guys, glad you're uh, back. Ian, I, I wanted to, to tell you how, how much I liked your video on Into the Woods. I watched it for four times over two days. Wow, Carly, wow, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, which I've never done on, on any of your other videos. It, it, it was that good. Um, I agree the episode itself is ki- kind of dumb, but you did an, an amazing job unpacking every part of it and since it is the big Riley send-off it made sense to me that you would spend some time with it I I agree um I loved everything in in the video at no point didn't feel too long or excessive the only part that bummed me out uh was hearing about how much it tortured you I wish it was easier on you to to birth your art but I suppose just like actual childbirth, you, you need some pain to balance out the uh, beauty cliche much. Uh, the thing I remembered the, the most about the movie Don Juan de, de Marco was the Brian Adams song. Yeah, there was like an orchestral ver- version, if, if I remember correctly. Um, I, I heard that song so much when, when the movie came, came out. I too was a 14-year-old hopeless romantic at, at that time and a big Brian Adams fan. So I loved the song and thus assumed the movie was good too. 
years later when I finally watched it, I, I just re remember being very, very disappointed. <laughs> I don't even remember any deep details about the movie, just that it, it was o overall meh. Uh, your opening conversation about alcohol consumption or alternatives was enlightening. <laughs> Y'all are lucky I grew up with four older brothers and, and a butch mama. Lol. Uh, thank you for reminding me that I'm just a fly on the wall listening to a conversation that was going to happen regardless of, of, of an audience. Also, ew, gross. <laughs> That's fair, Carly. That, that is very, very fair. Um, if you missed that episode of the, the podcast, I opened by asking Ian if he had ever butt-chugged anything. Which technically was an unscripted cold open. Um, we were about to hit re record and I have no idea why it popped in into my uh, head. Honestly, I was probably just being silly and trying to make Ian laugh. So I just said, have you ever butt chugged an anything? And he paused and looked at me with this mixture of shock and amusement and befuddlement. And he was like, let's start recording and you can ask me again. Um... And the rest is podcast of the nerds history. Um, but anyway, yeah, I I loved uh, the, the, the Into the Woods video as well. Um, I can tell you, and I mean, Ian has already talk, talked about it, but it, it was a difficult one for him to, to write. And um, because he was, he, he was concerned about it. Well, one of the things he, he was concerned about was he was worried it, it would be a really con contentious video. Um, but I was so proud of him for sticking to his guns and for not chopping it down like he, he initially wanted to. And I think it's one of his best videos uh, so far. Um, it, it was in, insightful and well thought out and fleshed out. Um, there, were, there weren't any hole, holes in it. Um, and it was technically very sound and just very well put, put together and constructed. Um, I was really impressed with some of uh, the edits that he, he did in that video. But the guy is... The guy is an editing god. Like, ha! Huh, he's taught taught me everything I know about e editing as as an art form. Um, I, I I learned a lot of tech technical stuff on my own, but all the technical skill in the world doesn't teach you editing as an art form. It doesn't te teach you flow and tone and all of those things. Um, and that's what um he's taught me a lot about. But yeah, um. Don Juan De Marco was an interesting watch. Um, that that was a few week, weeks ago now, maybe maybe even a little bit longer, getting on to a month. I'm not sure. But on reflection, I mean, I still enjoyed it, and I'm glad I watched it. And I don't necessarily think it's a bad move movie, but I feel as though its ideas and its concept and what it was trying to say was better than the film itself. If you know what I mean, does does that make sense? Um. And it also spurred on a great conversation on the podcast and got me thinking about my own perceptions of love and romanticism and being in love and all of that stuff and just uh, re reflecting on previous relationships that have gone gone wrong. And um, it's sort of... Um, but it also served, served to rem remind me that how uh, be beautiful and how powerful love can be. So, yeah, um, I enjoyed it. Um, but I re remember before we, we watched it, um, when it came up in the list and we, we rolled it, Ian warned uh, the group that while he loved it, it's a bad mo movie. And I don't think I ne necessarily agree with that. Um, 
I don't think it's a bad movie, and I mean, I I don't think it's necessarily a good movie either. I mean, it's it's not a good movie, but it's not bad. Um, it's cute and it's charming and it has a lot of heart, and 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 that's what I appreciate it for. And I'm I'm really glad I uh, watched it. But anyway, as, as always, it's great to hear from you, Carly. Uh, thanks again for your support. Uh, when Ian is back home, we are planning on doing some more Buffy Bad Bad Takes for upcoming ep- ep- episodes. And I'm sure uh, one per perfect scene uh, will um, make, make a re-emergence at some, some point. Um, yeah. Um, that, um, but that, that one is a little trickier, uh, than Buffy Bad, Bad, Bad Takes. Um, I believe I've, I've made a little, a little mistake here because, um, yeah, oops. So I, I missed, I could have sworn Carly asked me about, um, Buffy Bad Takes, but, uh, Okay, I've made a bit of a mistake here. I I apologize, but the show must go on. Um, but I mean, for anyone in, interested in Buffy Bad Bad takes, uh, yes, um, that will uh, come back, and um, I'm sure one one per- perfect scene will will make a reemergence at, at some point too. But yeah, um, one perfect scene is a little trickier than Buffy Bad Bad takes, kind of because there there's a lot of uh, contentious things we can debate about in in the buffy verse and we already have quite quite a few um ideas for that but with one perfect scene one of us has to have a scene that we love that we we want to share with each other and with you, you you guys and there's lots of scenes scenes that we love but it's a little more difficult to figure out whether that that fit into the category of one perfect scene but um it it'll come back don't 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 you worry um, but yeah, thanks Carly. And, um, I don't know how, I don't think I ended up reading out the part where you asked about Buffy bad, bad takes. I don't think, um, but I'm sure you did. But anyway, um, moving on <laughs> back over, over, over to Twitter. We have a question from GoGo Gadget 99, AKA Sarah Malian. Uh, yet another person I've had some cool conversations with, and I hope I I am pronouncing your name correctly, Sarah. But uh, Sarah asks, are, are you planning a trip? Um, are you planning a trip to the states in the future? Actually, um, yes, yes. Um, we've had plans for me to fly out there for the last uh, three, maybe four years years at this point, and it was meant meant to happen last year, but then. The apocalypse happened, uh, which threw a spanner in in into the works. But the short answer is yes. We just don't know exactly when. Um, originally, the idea was for me to fly out, out there for a few weeks to ha- hang out and do a couple of uh, bad decisions li- live streams. But uh, since Ian quit drink drinking, um, and uh, since bad bad decisions isn't really a thing an- anymore, we obviously won't be doing do- doing that. But um, when it does happen, we'll definitely do some uh, creative stuff t- together. Maybe some uh, streams and maybe an episode of the, the podcast with the two of us in, in, in the same room, which, which I think could, could be really, really fun. 
Um, we've also talked about the idea of doing some creative, artsy, performance-style stuff to, together, which would be really, really fun. Uh, but yeah, um, so the short answer is yes. We just don't know exactly when. But uh, cheers for the question, Sarah, and th thank you for the su support. Next question comes from our dear friend Sarah Ezat, aka The Costume Nerd. Sarah asks, if you met variants of yourself, what would the animal variant of you be? Also, what might the female variant of you be named? You know, I want to say the animal version of me would be a silverback gorilla. <laughs> Simply because they're ma majestic and cool and powerful. But in actuality, I'd probably be like, I don't know, like something that resembles Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. Or maybe like an, an orangutan or something. Um, and my female name? Well, I mean, the easiest answer would, would be Jackie or Jacqueline. But I'm going to say Abigail simply because I've always loved that that name. I think it's a pretty name. So if I if I was a girl or there was a girl version of me out there, her name would be Abigail. <laughs> but uh, th thank you, Sarah. Thanks for the question. And uh, we love you very, very, very much. And lastly, but certainly not least, uh, we have a question from a dear friend of the show and uh, regular at the Patreon Hangouts. Boris Prohl, aka the de de Defrosted Robot, who asks, "Have you guys seen any of the latest Marvel offerings since One Division?" Um, no, not yet. We haven't, but we are planning to. Well, I mean, I did watch. I think it was two episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I decided to to stop because it was airing, still airing at that that point. So I decided to to stop and wait until in it, it finished so i could binge it um then ian and i talked about potentially watching it together since he and i are both uh M M mcu fans so i I'm, I'm sure we will at some some point um just not sure when um i kind of want to watch Lo loki first just like go ahead and watch loki because it looks like it's a lot more fun and in interesting than falcon and the winter soldier but i guess we'll just see what uh, happens um but yeah my my friends um i suppose that's it for me sorry this is a little bit of a shorter episode um but thank thank you so much for hanging out with me and once again thank you so much for one year of podcast of, of the nerds um i can't wait to see uh what the next year brings and uh, since Ian isn't here to do a fanfic re re reading, I thought I would do a special little reading of uh, my own to clo close us out. But before we get in into that, I wanted to let you know that I'm at lack of surprise one on, on Twitter. That's all one word with the number one at the, the end. And you, you can also find Ian at, at Ian Nitram. Uh, if you'd like to support the, the podcast and keep us flush with emergency funds for family emergencies, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash passion of the nerd with the $5 and up club. You can join us in, in the hangout, which has been postponed for two, two weeks, I, I believe. Uh, but, uh, when we do get around to it, uh, we will be talking about the angel episode re reunion and that'll be 5, 5 p.m. Uh, U.S. Eastern Time for the rewatch, re then 6, 6.30 p.m. for the hang hangout itself. 
And uh, once again, that will be in two two weeks from this weekend. Uh, you, you can also help, help us out by grabbing yourself something from passionofthenerd.com forward slash store. We have new de de designs, uh, wonderful submissions from the incredibly talented Liz. Hoodies, mugs, posters, and all of the regular stuff you didn't expect to find in a merch store. So yeah. Alrighty, well, let's go over to me from 30 seconds or so in the, the future for a very, a very special reading. This is Last Journey by Timothy Coote. There is a train at the station with a seat reserved just for me. I'm excited about its destination, as I've heard it sets you free. The trials and tribulations, the pain and stress we breathe, don't exist where I am going, only happiness, I believe. I hope that you will be there to wish me on my way. It's not a journey you can join in, it's not your time today. There'll be many destinations. Some are happy, some are sad. Each one a brief reminder of the great times that we've had. Many friends I know are, are waiting, who took an earlier train, to greet and reassure me that nothing has really changed. We'll take the time together to catch up on the past, to build a new beginning, one that will always last. One day you'll take your journey on the train just like me and I promise that I'll be there at the station and you will see that life is just a journey enriched by those you meet. No one can take that from you, it's always yours to keep. But now as no seat is vacant, you will have to muddle through. Make sure you fulfill your ambitions as you know. I'll be watching you. And if there's an occasion to mention who you knew, speak kindly of that person as one day it will be you. Now I can't accept this ending and as it's time for me to leave, please make haste to the reception to enjoy my drinks. They're free. Thanks friends. I'll see you next time.